Drunk Accountant 12 Podcast of Christmas! Welcome to the fourth week of the 12th Drunk... Sorry. <laughs> the 12th Podcast of Christmas. Um, uh, you are drunk. I'm not, actually. It's, it's like the middle of the day. Just a big day. Uh, today's episode, we thought we'd bring you something a little bit different. Most of the episodes in the 12 Podcasts of Christmas are going to be some useful things... Um, <laughs> this is useful. Some 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 funny debates, some information for your business over the Christmas time, like the previous three have been. Uh, but today we thought we'd break up the break up the mold a little bit and just do something a little bit funny, a little bit lighthearted. Uh, one of our favourite shows, Tim, is is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, um, huge Larry David fan. Yeah, I just love his perspective on life. Basically. Yeah, exactly. He does the things that I wish I would do <laughs> when people annoy me and, or and are unfaithful to me. Um, the show is coming back for a 10th season yep. um, next year, early next year. Yeah. So, we thought we would do a quick game uh, where we can uh, mention some of his funny sayings and, and see if we can decipher what he means by that and yep. also some of our favorite moments. Now, if you're a fan of Kirby Enthusiasm... Please, please, please message us and tell us your favorite moments from mm. the show. We're going to run through a few of them ourselves. Yeah. Um, if you're not a fan, if you've never seen it before, then go watch it. Mm. Make sure you check it out. Um, for example, the Seinfeld reunion season is yeah. awesome. It's a good intro. Real good intro, good into, intro the show. into the show. Mm. Uh, all right. So, Tim, let's start with some of the key phrases. The key phrases. So, the one that most people would know is uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty, 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 pretty good. Ah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Obviously, that just means pretty good. Yeah, basically, um, someone will ask Larry, like, oh, what do, you, what do you think of this? Or he'll say something. It could be a good thing or it could be a really bad thing mm. as well. And uh, his, re- his <laughs> reaction will be, pretty good. <laughs> Uh, just yeah. funny. It is it's just funny. It's uh, funny. Another one, Tim. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, of, of a recent episode. Uh, foisted. Foisted. You foisted. Yeah. Something onto so, me. What, what would it mean, Dan, for me to be foisting you? <laughs> foisting something onto you. Uh, it means that you've been able to get rid of something that's annoying or bad to you and moved it onto me. So then I have to deal with it. Foisted. Yeah, you foisted me. <laughs> Foisted. <laughs> so in the show, they they have um, a receptionist or an admin, like a, yeah. a um, uh, like a, a personal assistant that's yeah, terrible. Yeah. Uh, and so they all give glowing recommendations. So then <laughs> another person takes them on, and they foisted the problem onto somebody else. So good. And um, Larry David even did like a um, one of the late night shows, and they did like a skit on the mm-hmm. whole foisted thing as well. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, next, next, Dan. This is one of my favorites. Mm. If I'm on the road and mm. someone cuts me off or like does something stupid, <laughs> wind my window down. I'm like, you're schmohawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, that just means like you, you idiot, you I, imbecile. I believe. I hate you. I believe Larry um, learned that phrase from his dad mm. or something like that, or his grandfather. Mm. 
Um, I don't know. It's got to be rooted in something. It's got to be some uh, Jewish word, Yiddish or whatever they call it. Uh, all sorts of phrases and things that they'd come from. Yeah, so it's a slang term that might have derived from shmo, a slang term meaning fool. <laughs> <laughs> Shmohawk. I love it. It's funny. That's great. It's funny. Yeah. What's another one? Uh, what else have we got here? Okay, so Larry often refers to himself as a social assassin. Mm, now, this is something that you're quite <laughs> fond of, Tim. I am. I'm a huge fan of the, the notion of the social assassin, <laughs> which is essentially like he sees something that uh, socially he's unhappy about mm. and uh, he gives a little bit of feedback. <laughs> he gives uh, some, you know, some mm. suggestions to improve. I, I have a, a good example of this, actually. I'll, I'll play it. Okay. All right, hold on. That's the intro music. I love it. Excuse me. Are you in charge of the, the cookies? Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so you oversee the whole cookie operation? Uh, I don't bake them, but I... Well, they're not baked. They're, they're bought in a store, but that's neither here nor there. Let me just ask you about the display here. Okay. Was this whole idea yours, the display, the tongs, the whole thing? Um... Because yeah. I have to tell you, the tongue is not a friend of the cookie by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's two things oh, in that I that it. I love. A lot. One is the, the the phrase, the tongs are no friend of the cookie by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> <any> stretch of <laughs> the imagination. <laughs> I also really like um, where she says, well, I don't bake the cookies and he pulls her up. Well, they're store-bought, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to say it. <laughs> Another place where Larry is a real social assassin mm. is he's always... He, he honours apologies. So... <laughs> Whenever he has to apologize to someone, he feels like he's giving them a full, yeah. humble apology. Mm. And if someone else is apologizing to him, he wants that in return. Yeah. And so, I've seen some episodes like Funkhauser. Yeah, that was uh, in season nine, I think. And he, he's he, late? Yeah. And he gives this huge apology and, and Larry's like, that was the greatest apology I've ever seen. Like gives him a big hug. And he's like, oh, that's an apology. <laughs> there was another episode... Um, mm. Larry got some bad Japanese food mm. and the Japanese guy, uh, he went and complained the next day mm. and the Japanese guy just wanted to get rid of him. And so he gave him like a little, a little bow and mm. Larry was at first very happy with the bow. Mm. But then later that episode, he went and helped some Japanese tourists and they gave him a, a bow down to like their waist. Mm -mm. And he was like, well, hold on a second here. <laughs> so the other day I, uh, had a bit of a complaint at my local Japanese restaurant and he bowed like this. <laughs> and, he's like, and the Japanese tourist is like, that is not a proper apology. That is disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine what Larry went and did. Uh, Confronted him over it. So good. So you're going to love the social assassin. Mm -hmm. um, so the other thing is uh, he puts phrases on things that uh, people do. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the cut and chat. The cut and chat. <laughs> now, this is uh, something that we would have all seen when you're in a line and somebody runs into somebody that they know who's on the line and they stop and they start chatting and, you know, no one really cares because they've clearly just seen a friend and they're talking. But sneakily, as they're chatting, they move into the line yeah. and not only have they stopped to chat, but they've cut in yes. and they're using the chat to disguise the cut in. Exactly right. Um, so, it's called a, a cut and chat. Yep. And Larry, uh, I guess he likes to call people out of them, being a social assassin. <laughs> so. yeah, I think on that particular episode... Um, 
like, the connection between the two people was barely there. Like they didn't even remember each other. And the guy's trying to do a cut and chat, and he's like, "Excuse me, I'd, I'd like to congratulate you on a <laughs> on a very good cut and chat." On any other day, this would have worked, but unfortunately, I'm in the line today. Like he just like. <laughs> Uh, lines lines are a central theme to a lot of his a lot of yeah. his complaints. He gives the recommendation for the single file yeah. layer, the snake line, the snake line. Instead of the uh, <laughs> so there's like four cues. Yeah. He gets in the slow queue. He's like, might I make a suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> He's 100 percent right with almost everything he says. Though, yeah, he is. That's why that's why it's so good because mm. it's so relevant. You can mm. relate to everything he says. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so true. Um, the last thing that uh, I'm a huge fan of, mm. and then we can run through some specific examples of Larry just being Larry, mm. um, is his truth looks. Mm. When he doesn't believe somebody, mm. he doesn't call them out on it fully, yeah. but he just kind of stares at him with his squinty eye and yeah. moves his head from side yeah. to side and, and there's a there's a trumpet playing and usually at the end he's like mm, okay <laughs> okay 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 which is basically like a nah I don't yeah. believe you <laughs> no way uh, uh, there's an instance where he would have used that um, which was with Cheryl. I think this is the thing that they over... That was his wife, mm. now ex-wife in the show. I think this is the thing that pushed them over the edge. So they got back together. Mm. They'd been sort of separated. And then she um, left a ring mark on like uh, mm. a coffee table. Yeah. And... Uh, Do you respect and, Wood? Do you respect Wood? <laughs> And then she was like denying the fact that she did it. And he did that like, yeah. he probably did that truth look. Mm. And um, yeah, and then they got divorced. That is one of his good sayings. Do you respect Wood? Do you respect Wood? <laughs> I love that. I love that saying. Uh, yes, so, Larry. plenty of great Larry David moments. Mm. Uh, a few other funny bits from episodes uh, yep. where he hires a prostitute just so he can use the carpool <laughs> lane. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the game he was going get to, to the quicker. baseball because yeah. of LA traffic yeah. he's in LA um, I just love that that episode ends with um, I mean he <laughs> he bees really at he, the start he got out of jury duty by being racist yeah so they wouldn't pick him yeah uh, and then the prostitute that he picks up happens to be black yeah and they they later take a um, he, it's like a picture of him with the prostitute. Well, he goes to the baseball with her because she's sitting in the car, mm. and like the only reason he hired her was to get in mm. the in the um, the transit lane. Yeah, and then um, she twigged onto why he was doing it and was like, "Well, I'm coming with you. You buy me a ticket." Yeah, <laughs> and then he was sitting at the baseball with her and gets spotted with her. It's just classic. You know, uh, you want to hear a, f- a fun fact? I'm not sure if you no. know this about no. that episode. No. Um, there was a guy convicted of like a murder or some crime, right? Um, who uh, got off, got out of it because he was an extra behind Larry, what? just happened to be in the crowd. No uh, way. Um, and he was, they caught him on, on film. Wow. And so they used that footage to prove that he couldn't have done this crime because he was there at that game. He had no other evidence. What? Yeah. So they actually did it at a real game. Must have, yeah. That's cool. But it was like, he was there. That's so. That's cool. how he got off. That's hectic. Mm. That is very rare. I'd yeah, say. I read that somewhere. Wow. Mm. Um, I like the time when this is sort of what first got me into the show. Actually, mm. I saw this episode, and Larry's got this like the cable guy at his house. <laughs> He's trying to fix the TV, mm. and he calls his wife Cheryl. Mm. 
just so happens her plane is like about to crash. <laughs> <laughs> she calls him because she's afraid. That's right. She calls him. Yeah. And, and the plane's crashing, but the, the cable guy had given only a specific time that he could That's be it. at the yeah, house. Yeah. And, and he, he, got, he turns up and Cheryl calls him panicking that the flight's, you know, we're going yeah. down, we're going down. And he's like, I got to call you back. The cable the guy's cable here. Guy's here. <laughs> he, he, there's a huge window and he's here. I can't miss it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think they, when they do the Seinfeld reunion episode, they recreate that in the episode. Oh, yeah. as George or yeah. whatever. That yeah. is so good. <laughs> so good. So, um, you know, I mean, we've told you most of the stories of Kirby mm. Enthusiasm, but there are a lot, and a it, lot more. It's one of the only shows that I think I've ever watched that has gotten better or at least Definitely. not gotten worse with every season i would not recommend starting in season one i would no. start like mid-range yeah. somewhere like five six seven yeah season four is good where he's in the producers yeah that's a yeah, really good that's season awesome yeah. yeah um yeah just so many popping in your head when you're mm. thinking back like the the disabled toilets <laughs> as well yeah oh my god mm. Well, you wait. <laughs> you wait. <laughs> you wait. <laughs> uh, uh, just gonna watch it. If you haven't given it a chance, give it a chance, mm-hmm. um, and let us know what you think. If you're a huge fan, we'd love to know some of your favorite moments from the show. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed the fourth day of Christmas, which is our um, fanning episode of of Cobra Enthusiasm. This is the too drunk enthusiasm episode. Yeah, I like it. of the podcast. Pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) I imagine anyone who hasn't seen the show, which might be 90% of our listeners, have (laughs) turned off by now. It is very niche. If you've made it to this point, if you've made it to this point, send us a message somewhere and and say (laughs) that episode was pretty pretty good. (laughs) And we'll know that you made it to the end and respect you more for it. All right. Well, tomorrow we'll be back with the fifth day of Christmas. We're going all the way on to Christmas Day. We've got a very special episode on Christmas Day that we're mm. going to release for everybody, which will be a Christmas episode. Yep. Um, but we're going to be every day this week. Some days are going to be just some fun things like this, just chatting, keeping your ears busy while you're at work. And then the rest of the episodes will be um, potentially a couple interviews, mm. um, some content, and our normal episodes will be there as well. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody. thanks everybody for listening (laughs) and um, I guess we'll gack you later bye (sighs) foisted